Welcome back to the Mama Knows Business Podcast. I'm your host, Pamela Krista, and I'm so excited because today on the podcast, we have Pam. Yes, her name is also Pam. And she is an amazing human. When I first saw her content on Instagram, I was like, oh my gosh, you know those people who you like start to follow and they just have that like vibe and you're just like, I need to be friends with this person. Maybe that's just me, but that's how it was when I started following her and I just knew I had to be in her circle. So I'm so excited to have her on the show today. She does Instagram management for the joyful and impact-led business owners. And today on the show, we're talking about social media platforms and like, should you be on all of them? Which ones should you try? How do you even start? We're diving into all of that on today's show. It is such a good episode. Believe me when I say you don't want to miss it. And with that being said, let's meet Pam. Hey mama, I know that running your business is hard work and trust me when I say I feel your frustration. You wish you had someone there to hold your hand through it all, answering those burning questions that you have about online business and give you that clarity, encouragement and inspiration that you need to keep on moving forward. That's why I'm on a mission to help other moms just like you on how to start, grow and stay consistent with your business. Each week, you'll get key takeaways from every single episode to help run and move your business forward. Because the truth is, you don't have to run your business as a mom alone. I'm your host, Pamela Krista. I'm a Jesus lover, I'm a wife, I'm a mama to five, and I'm a blogger turned website designer turned podcast and business coach. And I'm in the thick of it with you. So grab that laundry basket that needs folded, go grab some water or your favorite drink, and let's get into today's episode. Hey, Pam. Welcome to the show. How are you? Good. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. You are so welcome. I am so pumped for this conversation. I know it's going to be so good. First of all, obviously, her name is Pam and my name is Pam. (laughs) And I just, I got to speak about this. You know, I had to bring it up. So our name means honey or all sweetness. And I just think that's so cool. And I don't know about you, but every time I meet another Pam, I'm just like, hey, do you know what our name means? Yes. Have you ever done that? Yes. And it's like, I was, we were talking ahead of this and I'm like, we need to call this episode two Pam's one podcast, but like how freaking rad would that be as an actual podcast? It would be so (laughs) cool. And I'm telling you, once we get like our crap together, like we totally do that. Yes, I agree. I agree. (laughs) So when, when you were growing up, did you go by Pam or Pamela or, I mean, obviously you go by Pam, but like. Yeah. No, I, I was Pammy for sure. (laughs) I was too. Uh, yes like I was Pammy forever and then I a lot of people called me Pamela and I don't know if you're like this at all but like I always feel super like regal and like almost like a queen if people call me Pamela and so like Pam is just like a more approachable version and then Pammy's like endearing you know like (laughs) right yeah for me it was always like family would call me Pammy and then Uh, I personally like to go by Pamela just because when I was in school if somebody said like ham or sam or yes lamb or whatever i would always be like what and oh my i'm not talking to you and i'd be like okay whatever so i I have to ask what was like your least favorite nickname growing up spam 
for sure. Yes. Oh, same. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm hating it so much. There was this mean kid and it was always like the really cute kids who were mean to me, like the boys. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, they would call me Spamela and I would like, you are Ugh. so rude. <laughs> so rude. I had yeah. one person call me in like third grade, Pamela Anderson. And I'm oh like, God, um, what? I, I went to my mom and I'm like, who's Pamela Anderson? Oh, that is hilarious. You know, I'm sorry, guys, we're getting way off topic. You know how sometimes we're like, it could be a dream or like it's really happened. But yeah, yeah. So I had a friend and I called my friend on the phone and her brother answered and he was like, who is this? And I was like, it's Pamela. And he's like, oh, my God, Pamela Anderson's on the phone. I'm like, whoa, dude. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that was Too funny. Intense. That was so funny. But <laughs> oh, my gosh, love that. <laughs> Okay, well, that was a little knowledge nugget for you. That are there you all. Honey or all sweetness. And I personally love that. Okay. Me too. <laughs> okay, so yes. I am so pumped for this conversation. We're going to be talking about social media and why you should not put all of your eggs in one basket and the importance of being on not all, but like some other social platforms. Yes. And my personal favorite is Instagram. So I'd love to speak about that for just a second. Um, because one of the cool things about being a business owner is being able to network and connect. And that's what I love about our relationship mm -hmm. because I don't remember, I think I found you and I started following you because I think we had a mutual friend and we just started engaging with each other. And then the conversation just naturally happened at, I mean, you haven't bought anything from me. I haven't bought anything from you, even though I want to take her course, which we'll talk about. In a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it was so organic and it was so natural. And that's when the sales come in, by the way, is when you mm -hmm. have that, like, I mean, not all the time, but like, especially when you're like a newer business owner, like, you know, that connection is so important. Right. Yeah. Like I think when we shift our mindset from like seeing our followers as potential clients and money bags, and we just start seeing them as people who we want in our inner circle, not necessarily to buy from us, but to build a authentic relationship. I think we approach social media, how it was actually originally attended was to be in fact social and Instagram is my favorite platform as well because of that reason, since they put such a heavy emphasis on engagement and community. I have just been feeling so called lately to speak into the space of entrepreneurship because so much of it is hustle culture. And so when you hear us say, don't put all your eggs in one basket, it's not necessarily a fear tactic of like, well, you need to get on multiple things. Why aren't you doing enough? It's more so of like, how can you best utilize your time and energy so that you can have the best possible outcome? And um, I think Instagram is one of those pivotal blocks to your marketing plan overall because of how it emphasizes the community aspect. Because if you're not doing this, like obviously we all want money. Like obviously mm -hmm. we want a life that is less work and more play. All of us can agree to that. But if we put the emphasis on who is this person following me and what do we have in common, mm -hmm. kind of like how you originally did when you reached out to me, we had a bunch of things in common Yeah, and not only our names, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but we were just so excited to talk to each other. And even though we haven't necessarily bought things from each other, we have exchanged ideas mm -hmm. and thoughts and we're doing projects together and it just feels way more collaborative and exciting that way. Yeah. And then the cool part is too, is like, if you, I mean, I don't know if you have anybody else in your circle who like does podcasts, but like you can refer them to me and then I can exactly refer to you. And it's just, it's a really natural way to just connect. And that's why uh, I love being on Instagram. And also too, 
we can get overwhelmed. We're like, oh my gosh, we have to be on all the platforms. But for me, I have a really great community on Instagram. And I'm telling you, I hardly ever post on my feed. And I'm active in my stories just because I personally love the stories. But it doesn't have to be, you don't have to post three reels a day. I probably post two a month. Like it doesn't be on your terms. What do you, what do you think about that? Oh, absolutely. I'm just kind of like, look, social media is supposed to fit into your life, not you making social media your entire life. And even though like this is a huge like tool because it's free. First of all, Mm -hmm. Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok. And so you need to use it like you need to utilize it. And yeah, like I think sometimes we get overwhelmed by just the prospect of jumping into one when instead it's so if we just shifted a little bit more of like not necessarily being scared of what other people think of us or, you know, just putting it out there and trying new things and not being afraid to be seen trying, I think social media as a business owner would be a lot more fun than daunting. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's why it could have gotten daunting for me if, because there was like a time where I was like, okay, I have to do this. I have to post on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then I was like, you know what? I just let go of that stuff because everything else that I have to do as a business owner, that takes priority. And so I just let all that go. And whenever I can post on Instagram, I'll do that. But like my other stuff takes priority and that's okay. Yeah. I think when we look at like how often we should post, we should just really look at our our schedules and see what we can be consistent with. Because if it's not posting to the feed, that's fine. Because what you're doing is you're compensating by going on your stories. And what I like to always suggest is doing a more of a variety approach where you can do like, let's say you can only post two times a week, but you can hop on stories pretty much every day. Then do that, but make sure when you post to your feed, you're also doing reels and carousels and things like that. Because yeah, what we notice on Instagram is that people either watch only stories, only reels, or only feed. There's sometimes a combination, but usually you're one heavy focus over the other. And so when you even if you can only do show up twice a week, even if you can only show up once, like being consistent builds that loyalty and trust with your community. Yeah, it really does. And for me, I'm a stories person. I'm in there all the time. Okay. So there are so many platforms, obviously. What platforms do you recommend spending your time on? Or if you don't even know where to start, like how do you figure out like which one to use? Right. So I think it really is a case by case basis. However, A good rule of thumb is when you're first starting out, definitely do Instagram and treat Instagram as your community-based platform where you are primarily focused on creating authentic connections. So kind of like what we were talking about with the engagement and then also make it a place where you can just test things out in a way of like, this is a professional esque side of me like we still want to show like our personalities obviously especially on stories I feel like that's a great place to showcase the different sides of you but we also want to use Instagram as sort of like a portfolio so people come to Instagram and they look up like nail places in Ohio or wherever you're at yeah and we want your SEO to be ranking high in that area if that's what you're all about. 
so Instagram definitely, and we've kind of already touched on like <laughs> why Instagram is freaking amazing. Yeah. But then I would also suggest Pinterest is kind of an iffy one. I feel like Pinterest is very long game. So if you're wanting to have your content last more than a day, like Instagram, (laughs) Pinterest allows you to have pins and they have like a lifespan of like six months, but it takes anywhere from three to four months to gain momentum on that app. And so you just have to go into it feeling a little bit more um, like you're not going to see this overnight, like the type of growth. But Pinterest is super great because it's a platform that's literally meant to take the user who's looking at, at Pinterest anyway as like, hey, I have a problem. I need a solution. Mm-hmm. Open Pinterest, whether that's to be inspired or they are looking for a specific service or information. People go to Pinterest as a visual search bar. And so when you have Pinterest a part of your marketing strategy, you're really focusing on outbound clicks. And that is super exciting because no other platform does that. They all want you to stay on their app forever. But Pinterest is all about getting that person to your website, to your blog, to your podcast, whatever it may be. So that's something that you should definitely take a look into, especially if you have a product. I feel like that's awesome. And even if you're a service provider, and you have a product, like let's say merch or yeah. a podcast, wink, wink, or yeah. whatever it may be, like you can still definitely market yourself on there. And then competitively, I would also say TikTok. Now, TikTok is a beast. And I would approach TikTok just for fun. Like I would literally starting out, just get on that app and don't get stuck in the scroll and waste hours of your precious time. (laughs) I'm just speaking from experience. (laughs) But with TikTok, it's like getting as many eyes as you possibly can because TikTok weighs each video individually. And if you're like, but no one buys on TikTok, Uh -uh, that is not true. Over 46% of its users buy from TikTok and the conversion rate is faster than any other platform. It literally takes five days to convert someone versus Instagram where it's taking a long time. Like I don't even know the statistic on that, honestly. But yeah, you know, with TikTok, it's a little more strategy where you really have to hone in on a specific service or product that you do and be known for that and really invest in that SEO, which is search engine optimization. And really put a heavy emphasis on that. And then since every video is weighed individually, it's being pushed out to new people every single time. And so if you ever pop on TikTok, you're going to see people repeat themselves over and over and over again, just because every video is new and gets pushed out to new people. And then Man, there's so many platforms, but I would I want to just touch on briefly LinkedIn because I personally thought LinkedIn was well one, I think it's really boring. <laughs> yeah. But that's not to say that there isn't power behind LinkedIn because it's basically one giant networking site and kind of like what we were talking about how social media allows us to network, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about a platform meant to network. The only thing I would say is instead of trying it on your own, which you definitely can, like all these platforms, it's fun to play around on your own. I think it's actually worth it to find a solid LinkedIn manager or a LinkedIn strategist so that if you are going to add LinkedIn as part of your marketing strategy to just hit the ground running 
versus trying out all these different odds and ends. That is one thing I will say. Whereas the other platforms, I feel like you can kind of skate by by just playing around with the app for a little bit. And then when you're ready for an expert to come in and make an audit and be like, okay, let's take it to the next step, then I think that's where you can take it. Yeah. Yeah. And I am not on LinkedIn. And for that reason, because I think I like joined and I was like, "Mm," sometimes I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm not doing this right now. I need some help. And I'm not (laughs) not doing this right now. But I love that. And I really just really quickly, because I'm going to have like a whole episode on this, but I really want (laughs) to speak quickly about honing in on like the one problem that you solve, because that is, that's literally like the, I wouldn't say like the missing piece exactly, but that's like one of the, like the crucial things about being a business. You can't be posting about fitness one day and then posting about, I don't know, crochet i don't know like yeah crochet there you go (laughs) that was kind of related because you can you can relate some stuff but there is just some stuff that like just be known for like that one thing i mean literally i can go on for that but the power of seo is so important and i really think that you shouldn't have to overthink it i mean i know for me Mm -hmm. i overthink a lot so just take it easy (laughs) like for me for tiktok i do have a tiktok account that i started last year and then i stopped but literally, like the momentum was pretty good, even just starting out. Mm-hmm. Also, the problem is consistency. You not only do you have to solve one problem, but you also have to be consistent. You can't yeah. just start Pinterest and then stop, like me, or TikTok and then stop, like me. Flowing, <laughs> okay. And I'm actually yeah. working on this in my business right now. Like I just hired somebody to help me with my blog post because I have to get blogging. Amazing. Like that's this essential piece. And so we just have to stay consistent. And then, I mean, like you said, Pam, it can take, you know, six months for Pinterest. I've even heard of some people's pins living on for like years. So like, yeah, really just, you just have to keep on going. Right. Um, And and it's hard. It's hard to be consistent when you have a million other things to do and you just don't want to. (laughs) Like, There's a part of you that's like, like, I know I need to do this, but I just don't want to. But just take it step by step. And if you don't have, I mean, there's tons of free, you know, planners. You can just hop in Google Sheets and just start making a plan. You can do it yourself. You don't have. Oh, yes. I'm the type of person that I will batch out my clients content 30 days in advance. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. But for me, I literally do it in the moment. I'm so bad that I don't have a plan. I know that's yeah. not the best, but for everyone else, I do. Right. I know. And that's so funny. Like as a business owner, like we set our clients up and then it's like us, we're just over here backpedaling, like, <laughs> trying to exactly. play catch up. That's all right. That's all right. I agree. And then <laughs> let's talk about repurposing content. So mm. for me, like, my podcast is the top of my funnel. So I do my podcast and everything else goes after that. So I send my email list, I do my blog, I do Pinterest and all that. And then, you know, if you want to post a video on TikTok too. So like, how do you suggest going about that? Is there like an easy right. way? Yeah, this is honestly my favorite topic because Ooh. I think repurposing content is literally the best, the best ever. So With repurposing content, it's not like you're just slapping the same thing over and over again. You want, and I'm going to, I'm going to go back to the top of the funnel real quick, but I wanted to touch on this, that when you're repurposing your content, it's good to change things up in a way that will be 
compatible to the platform that you're wanting to post to. And so let's say for like the top of the funnel, like I, can we just one say, can we just say this real quick? Long form content is the best. Yeah. Literally it just, I think it helps us as humans to digest information better that way when we start with something big and then we break it into smaller pieces versus starting with small and then try to make something big out of them. Oh yeah, for sure. And so with podcast or like if you're talkers like Pam and I, (laughs) then like podcasts make perfect sense or a YouTube video or Mm -hmm. blog post too. Or if you're more of a writer, right? Like then you can really shine on a blog post. Yeah. And so you take those long form content and then change it ever so slightly to fit the requirements of that platform. Because a lot of the time I see people just, well, not even resize correctly, but (laughs) they'll like resize it and repost. And I'm like, that's not exactly what repurposing content is. Because what you want to do is you want to take your highest performing content, your evergreen content, and you can do that by looking at your analytics and insights on that app and see what's performing well. Yeah. And then if like, okay, let's say you have a podcast, right? And you want to be on TikTok, Pinterest, and Instagram. That's great. So what you're going to do is you're going to take your episode and even if you're not recording your face, which which I think is fun to do if you're comfortable in front of the camera. But if you're not, that's fine too. What you can do is take sound clips um, and repurpose them as reels. You can yeah. make them into a carous- not a carousel, but a static post because that allows music. Um, you can – so that's for like Instagram and then obviously stories too on Instagram. And have your community be involved with your podcast episode yeah. that you've already recorded or the one that you're thinking of recording. So like you have like that kind of involvement. And then with TikTok, you don't want to take the same video that you posted to Instagram. No watermark because it it keeps the metadata on that video. And yeah, so crazy, but it does. I know, but it does. And it does affect the algorithm. And um, because they're saying, oh, this is from another app. Why would I push that? Uh, <laughs> I mean, makes and, sense, right? <laughs> yeah, it's valid. Um, and so instead, record on your actual iPhone, not inside the apps. That way, when you make videos and things like that, or sound bites, or you made them in Canva or whatever, at least it's an approved third party. Yeah. Then you can repurpose it to TikTok and YouTube shorts and things like that, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it does take time. However, like what we were mentioning, if we have a plan and whether you have the assistance of a social media manager or a virtual assistant, whatever it may be, I think that's the easiest thing to actually outsource is repurposing the content you already have because you already have the caption, you have the content of the video itself or the post itself. And so for someone else who doesn't know your brand as well as you do, right, for them to go in and then repurpose, make something new and slightly different and compatible to the other platforms, then like that's that's honestly the easiest thing is to have someone else do that part of it if you don't have time yourself. Yeah, I love that. And so what kind of services do you provide as far as like social media management? Because that's a huge thing, repurposing content, but you also, you do other things too. You batch out your clients for 30 days. So like 
Yeah. Well, tell us what all you do. And yeah, I would just love to hear about it. Sure. Yeah. So I am a expert in Instagram. That's kind of where I've thrived. I've mentioned before how much I love it. And I actually help an array of businesses. So we were kind of talking about niching down in a way. And I used to talk to mompreneurs because I was a preschool teacher for four years before social media manager. And I just loved working with families. I loved working with kids. Um, Moms and I are two peas in a pod. Even though I'm not a mom myself, I've always worked with them and served them in some capacity. And then as I have grown in my business for the past two years, something didn't feel right about talking to moms where it just felt kind of weird that like I haven't gone through something like that yet. And for me to be like, man, don't you wish you had more time with your kids? It just felt so like, like sleazy almost. Like I was exploiting when I, that wasn't my intention and that's not what I wanted to do. Instead, I wanted to like, you know, come alongside moms because you guys do do everything. Like (laughs) literally you have to juggle so much and you make more decisions than a brain surgeon does, you know, like it's, it's a lot of fatigue and stuff. And so like, even though I can empathize with mothers, uh, it just didn't feel right. And so I've, I've actually recently changed to um, joyful and impact led business owners. And it's, I love that. That, like as soon as you find your people where you're like, who lights me up yeah. and vice versa, everything just clicks around you. It does. It's so um, awesome. Yeah. And so like I – because I, I will also say this because I think being a mom is more than just being a mom. Like, yes, you are that. That is a role that you fulfill yeah. and love and it's hard, but like you got this. You know, like everyone yeah. is telling you. You got this. But like, I think a, a greater message to that is it doesn't stop there, you know? Yeah. And as a social media manager who helps moms or, you know, other joyful entrepreneurs out there, it allows for more freedom and peace of mind and one less thing that you have to check off at the end of your day because you have someone on your team that you trust with the brand that your business has. It's, it's an extension of you. And I think there needs to be a deep respect around it. And so I do, I do everything from strategy to monthly content subscriptions where we'll literally make custom templates for everyone. And I have partnered with several other managers who specialize in different platforms. And that's really exciting too, to have the people that I trust in this online space help my clients. And yeah, for sure. Because like we mentioned before, networking is so important. And just because I'm not making a podcast right now, but in the future, I definitely have that on my bucket list. Like, obviously, I know that I'm going to you. And I can't wait. I think (laughs) it's going to be so good. You know, like, I feel like a lot of the time we don't necessarily know who we trust. And even if we ask people around us, they're not always in the entrepreneur circles like we are when we're on social media. And so I think it's actually really cool to know so many amazing um, businesswomen who specialize in different fields, whether that's podcasting like you or Pinterest management or TikTok, LinkedIn, whatever it may be. I have all of these connections. And so I'm like, why not collaborate with these other, you know, managers, but also 
point people in the right direction so that they're it's kind of like word of mouth, right? Word of mouth is really important. It's not necessarily something that you want to rely on, you know, solely, but it is a huge piece of being an entrepreneur is building that reputation. So basically what I'm saying is come to me for Instagram. And if you need someone else, I know some people. Yes, I love that. And I can't even tell you, like, since I've niched down and I know who I serve and what I do, I found so many other people that don't do what I do that I can like refer people to. Yes. And it's just, it's so awesome. And then that all comes to SEO. Like I literally, like I think a week ago, um, I just found somebody who does like, she's like a, a blogging expert. And like, I know there's a lot, but like, just like her content stood out. Her website was amazing. Yeah. I was like, we got to talk girl. Cause I need right. to blog. <laughs> so, I mean, literally it's the, the power of networking and then knowing what you do and being able to have that is like so powerful. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Okay, where can we find you? Oh, um, yes. <laughs> so I have an amazing business called SoPam Socials. And I that is literally my handle for everything. So whether that be Instagram or TikTok or even Pinterest, you can find me there. Instagram is where I live day to day. So if you have any questions at all, know that I am a huge asset and resource to you and you can just pop into my DMs and message me. You can also email me at socamsocials at gmail.com if you would like any, like if you want to expand on anything in particular. And my website is also socamsocials.com as well. So love that. And all that info will be in the show notes as well. Awesome. Um, Thank you so much for being on the show. You know, I adore you. I love you. And I think you're fantastic. I love you too. (laughs) And it was such a pleasure to have you on. So thank you again. Of course. And thank you so much for having me. Hey, Mama. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. If you found this episode inspiring, helpful, or uplifting in any way, I encourage you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. That is the only way that I know that you're loving the show. I read every single review that comes through and I could read yours right here on the air. Please share this episode with a friend who you know would love it. As always, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Philippians 4.13. I'll talk to you next week, friend.